Avengers! What's up, Avengers? What's up? Oh, yeah. We out here. Avengers, the whole team has finally, finally assembled. <laughs> True. We assembled. Been a little bit. It has been. When was the back time we had kids? all four of us? Yeah. It's been a while, while. And then. Well, the quests that we were on weren't as cosmic as required <laughs> all the Avengers. True. Wow. We were doing side quests. We had to like level up the the armor and get better weapons and XP and shit. And now here we are. <laughs> many many things at play. Always. Oh, how's everybody doing on this fine Monday evening? Harry's hair looks phenomenal. See, I I got a haircut a couple of weeks ago, and I thought the guy really fucked my shit up. It's all it's all different lengths, so I can't fucking put it up normally like I like I normally do. Like the sides are too short for me to put it up, and if I just put up what's on top, I look like a fucking idiot. So I, I'm gonna dispute that one, but I appreciate the. Was your barber playing uh, college dropout while he was like Edwards? <laughs> no, he was like an old ass Russian dude, and like normally I go to the younger guy there, but he was busy, so I was like, all right, I'll take my chances with. This guy who's probably his uncle or father or something and lesson learned. Ever since my original barber from like growing up died, it was an old Italian guy. From when he died, I've just basically been struggling to find a, a, a good, consistent barber. It's been like four years now. I got a good barber. Uh, I introduce myself. My name is Carrie Seller. I am <laughs> a connoisseur. Uh, I've been doing barbering since I was 17 years, well, 18 years old, really, as a uh, apprentice. I have my license since 1997. <laughs> I'm no, and I'm licensed in women's and men's hair. So uh, I'm very, I can do crossing both styles, and long hair happens to be one of my specialties. Just saying. Okay. At our next live show, you'll 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 clean me up, Carrie. Oh yeah, oh, next live we'll, uh, we'll do it live. Funny to cut air on camera again. <laughs> you do that at the Smokers Club. I'm sure special love that. Hold Are on. Speaking of, speaking of smoking, can I give you a quick story from this morning? Please do. Already knows. So, all right. I had a major win today. So I go to Hensel Gracie Brooklyn this morning. You got that. There's the win. <laughs> okay. So I'm about to go in. And I had rolled a joint for after, but I was like, you know what? Let me smoke it now. <laughs> I was like right at the door. So I smoked it in like 30 seconds, right? I wanted to go into train. So I smoke a whole joint quick, fucking smoke that joint. Boom. I walk inside and the high hit me so fucking hard that I start breaking a crazy sweat. So now I'm in the bathroom. I'm fucking crazy sweating. I go in the, in the stall. I'm sitting down. I'm like, oh man, I'm fucking dripping sweat. I, I got dressed and I had like a thick rash guard. I go on the mat. I go right back in the dressing room. I take the rash guard off. I lay on the fucking floor in the shower. <laughs> oh my I change. I come back out. I go lay on the floor for 20 minutes. I lay in the front of Henzo Brooklyn. I'm fucking high as a kite, sweating balls. The room's spinning. I'm fucking tripping out. I was like, holy shit. I was like, this is like the first time I smoke weed. I was like, this is amazing. So I'm sitting <laughs> in the corner and, uh, 
this guy Tarzan, and he's like, Manimal, you okay? I was like, yeah, bro, I just need 20 minutes. He's <laughs> like, you want a date? I was like, you want to fucking date me? He's like, no, a date, like a little fruit. You need sugar. I was like, no, no, I just need to sit here. You want a date? <laughs> I was like, I just need to sit here. So, yo, 20 minutes go by. I fucking, I finally get up. Then uh, I started doing You were like, damn, I'm hungry. Can I get that date? Yeah, and then, uh, <laughs> and then I'm like, yo, does anyone want to go get bagels? You know, like, <laughs> go get bagels. My fucking training was a disaster. But I still got a few rounds in. And, uh. I never got my bagel. Well, Unfortunate. What? What was the win that you made it there? No, nope, I got the highest I've ever got since I was a ah, kid. That's a win. <laughs> I've been chasing that high for 25 years. Making it to training, the trains break down and shit, and people jump in front of them. That's a win as well. One shot. Oh, that I actually made it to Henzo's? Yes. Yeah. So I was little victories, little victories. The other day. I'm taking the train to Henzo's the other day, and I like to leave early. Make sure I get there. 8.30 in the morning, someone jumps in front of the train. Now, fuck, that's it. Jeez 45 Christ. minutes, I'm in the tunnel. Mom's spaghetti, he's nervous. But on a certain <laughs> But he keeps on for... Manimal, if you had one joint, where would you smoke it? <laughs> that's a great question. If I had one joint, where would I smoke it? Mount Everest, top of Mount Everest. If I only could smoke one joint, that's it. I have one. That joint. Sounds like torture. <laughs> you gotta teleport me there. Taking, I don't taking your hands out Everest. to light it, just instantly freezing your fingers off. If you had the candle, you gotta teleport me there. What about you, Carrie? Oh, okay. This is gonna sound crazy, but since it's anywhere, um. I'd like to back go go back in time and and uh, smoke it with Jesus. <laughs> All right, I'm into it. I mean, <laughs> if anyone of, looks like a pothead, it's him. The Prince of Peace, the Peace Pipe. You know, I mean, it's <laughs> the Garden of Eden. Let's go. The Garden of Eden. I mean, you could probably smoke the burning bush with Moses. Yes. Now, that's a very like metaphorical. What could it be? What could it have been? I mean, he could have thought it was a bush. That man was a drunk. No offense. A lot of wine in the Bible. Uh, but yeah, I always think it's weed, but that's just because I'm a pothead. So uh, yeah, so, but my training was okay this morning once I actually sobered up. Oh, I felt like such a bad black belt. I had like a purple belt with me. You know, a guy that like looks up to you as a black belt and I was fucking so <laughs> high. We're doing techniques and he's like, we're in like leg saddle, like doing light locks, and I'm in 50-50. He's like, oh, side saddle. I was like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, who's the fucking black belt here? There's no oh, way Harry can't. knows what side saddle is or 50-50. Oh, fuck out of here. <laughs> give, me, give me a little bit of credit. I've seen your PFL play-by-play. -play. The guy nice. is on top. Hey, hey, I try and mix in the jujitsu terminology there, but they told me don't get too technical with it. They want it to be, uh, you know, more accessible. Madam, what would be the hardest word to spell? If he had one minute, he has to get out, like, how many words do you get out? Like, in a minute? Depends oh, man. Talking, Those articles it? are usually somewhere around a thousand words over 15 minutes. Yeah, so you're looking at 80 to 100 words a minute, right? What would be the hardest martial arts word? Is it like some judo throw or no? That's... Probably omoplata. 
Yeah, Oma Plata is a tough one. Oma Plata is tough. It's easy when you know how to spell it, but if you no, didn't... The, the real answer is fighters' names. That's the real answer. Oh, I, I've, I've done this shit before where it's like, you know, I'm covering some Bosnian guy with 12 consonants in his last name. I just have it's to copy like, and paste it. Word. Right. I just have to copy and paste it throughout the whole article or I know I'm going to spell it wrong eight different ways. Literally, I look at some people's names. I'm like, how do you even like, how does that come out of your mouth and like make any kind of sense? Like it just, <laughs> John me, Alex, that, the goat. Those, those letters don't add up. I don't understand it. Marab's last, name. Marab's last name took forever to pronounce. The yeah. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. <laughs> tough one. And it depends on the language. They have different ways of pronunciation. I'm sure it makes perfect sense when I'm sure when they're like, how many oh, freaking people? People are named Smith. Stop it. <laughs> I was just thinking Smith. Like, they're like, why is that? <laughs> well, give fucking a- blacksmiths were out here. <laughs> you know um, how you do last names? A lot of it comes from, like, the profession or what your father's name was. So the Icelandic tradition, they still do it the Viking way. You are the whatever your name is son or daughter the duchy so no like um <laughs> if your father's thor you're thor's daughter right. o- odin's son odin's son yeah like thor odin's son is, right. odin, is thor's last name is odin's son yeah so you trace it <laughs> through the father as carrie's lineage is just a bunch of stellar people like carrie what's your dad's name feeny his last name is feeny dominic oh, what's his first name Okay. Dominic, my grandma. Dominic, Dominic daughter is what your last Dominic name is. Dominic daughter. It's, yeah. it's my I am Carrie Dominic's daughter, right? That's like <laughs> that's my Native American name. <laughs> no, you, your da- no, your Native American name is Dances with Weed. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good one. I forget what Mia said. My one of my best friends the other day gave me a good one. We were literally joking around about that two days ago. What would our Indian names be? <laughs> uh, well, I think yours is dancing with weed. Mine is smokes with chicks. <laughs> yeah, mine is has my- bad hips. Mine is- has bad hips. Oi, <laughs> vey, my hips. <laughs> yeah, oi, gavalt. Oi, my sciatica. <laughs> oh, my sciatic is killing me. Oh, God. So Why I know we you- could sit here and bullshit all night, but I feel like we got plenty of fight news to talk Ooh. about. There's a lot of fights coming up. Uh, oh, uh-huh. you know what I want to talk about? Can we get Manimal versus someone? I'd love to fight Liver King because I think that guy's a fucking joke. He does that was a that was a beautiful that was a beautiful poster. If I do say so myself. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Harry, great you know, that poster was great. That was fast. Everyone's asking me. They were like, "Oh my god, you're fighting Liver King." I was like, "It's a joke." <laughs> <laughs> it looks official. It looks it looked legit. It was like for the the title of the beast, right? For the king. That's of the right. Title. It looked official. So I would love to fight Liver King. Let him put his money where his mouth is. In that PFL, you see what PFL is doing. So Jake Paul now is like the head of the PFL Super Fight Division, and they're going to do a fighter revenue share that like the pay per view fighters get fifty percent of the pay per view draw, similar to what like other pro sports do, and I love that. And personally, I'd love to get on board with that. Get me a super fight. I'll promote the fuck out of it. Right. You know? And like I said, said, I heard an interview with uh, Don Davis as the president of the PFL the other day. And somebody asked him point blank, like, okay, 
So this pay-per-view super fight division, is this going to be, you know, the Kayla Harrison cyborg fights we're trying to make, or are we going to see more kind of like influencer types like Jake Paul fighting and shit like that? And he said that they're open to doing whatever. So it sounds like they're going to, they're going to create a bit of a platform for like semi-legitimate, you know, I don't, I don't even know what you call freak fights, whatever the fuck you want to call it, but that's what I'm made for, Harry. I'm absolutely fucking those kind of fights where I could do some showmanship. I'll come out in the leopard print. (laughs) No, I mean, I'll, if they let me do some showmanship, I'll really show up, you know? Fuck yeah. I'll come out, forget it. You know, they let Liver King walk come out on a leopard in his half a half a wolf head. I'll come out on a leopard. Yeah. <laughs> I told you what I want to do. I want to come out with four girls holding me in a cage, all dressed <laughs> like different animals, and I'll be inside the fucking cage. And then you let me out and I go into the ring. That's a good bet. It's I'll be bit. like, you'll carry me on like a litter and I'll be in a fucking cage by a fucking cage. Yo, Romero Huh? Yo, Romero style. Ah, 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 ah. Yeah, he stole that from me. I did that the week before. No, <laughs> I wouldn't tell you all remember. I you, that's yours. Yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't want to dispute you all remember on anything. No, but that listen, I mean, just talking about the Jake Paul signing, all that stuff with yeah. PFL. PFL. Oof. I think that there's a pretty decent chance we never even see Jake Paul in an MMA fight whether it's under the PFL banner or somewhere else, but the move pays for itself on headlines alone. It's it's a smart business decision. Whatever you think of the guy, personally, not a fan. Don't like the shtick, but from a business perspective for for PFL, that move pays for itself on headlines alone. Just for for bringing eyes to PFL now. Absolutely. Yeah, it's it's free marketing. I don't know about free, but it's marketing. I'm sure they paid him a pretty penny. I'm sure they did pay him to sign up. And then right. they'll pay them a percentage after. But yeah, Jake Paul, fuck, get me on that shit. I'll sell, I'll show up. I'll sell fucking hard as hell. Costumes, forget it. I might even sew a new costume. You know what I might do? I might make uh, a robe of all the different animals. And I'll spend six months collecting them. <laughs> so I'm not getting a leopard print. I'm going to get a leopard. I'm not getting snakeskin. I'm going to have to kill a snake. So we're going to have to go to the jungles of the Amazon. You know, the training for that fight, the training for this fight's going to be crazy. I'm going to have to go get a snake skin from an anaconda in the jungles of the Amazon. I'm going to have to go kill a lion in Africa. You know, the animal's coming hard for this fight. Can I get a fucking hundred grand? Shit, guys. All right. There we go. Listen, I Manimal, I get I get this full-time gig with them. I'll, I'll see what strings and levers I can pull. Manimal, <laughs> can you beat up the guy who just does the Crazy. green screen huh? stuff for PFL? I don't who? get that guy. I don't get. I don't get it. Who? There's. I a... don't remember his name, but his his whole bit is that like he puts a bunch of shit in his pants and makes it look like he's got like a gigantic ass, and then he that's just not like... real. <laughs> that guy's so annoying. And then he just does like green screen stuff. I don't. I didn't understand it. I looked at his Instagram. The guy had like six hundred thousand followers somehow. So you know maybe, what? Th- maybe this is, this is me being old man more. screaming from cloud. I'm gonna tell you what I learned. I'm going to tell you what I've learned more and more. The number of followers doesn't mean as much as the, Kerry will tell you this too. The impressions you get, the shares. Engagement. That's the important thing. Is what's meaningful. Yeah. Like sometimes I'll put up a post that doesn't get a lot of likes, but it gets crazy engagement. Yep. Oh my God. My, My engagement on Twitter is fucking ridiculous and I have no following. 
whatever. <laughs> you got a bunch no, of creeps. Really, I'll reach, like, look at my insights. It's like 40,000 people. I'm like, I have 200 followers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Terrors reach is crazy like that. Because you know what? Like, I, I put some outlandish shit up, but my comments, my comments are comedy gold on fucking Twitter. I get, like, people will retweet that shit. They love mm. it. My comments are just... I'm savage. <laughs> I am like, I, no, I'll like, I don't, I'll just comment on random shit <laughs> that I don't even know about. Fuck it. There you go. If I, if these hiccups don't stop, we're going to have the first live suicide in the history of podcasting. No, don't even out about that. I will, I will self engagement on the podcast. Fuck. Get some engagement. <laughs> you need some engagement. Oh, uh, I can't uh, the chair yet. Hold on. Oh, so I like that Jake Paul's doing that super fight division in PFL. Sign me up. Love to do it. Yeah. Uh, also signed to PFL. I saw Sergio Pettis said he'd fight Jake Paul, but I think Jake Paul's angling for a Nate Diaz fight. I agree with you on that, Harry. I don't know if it ever comes to fruition that he actually fights MMA, although I would love to see it. So would I. So would I. I think it would he's, be a fun little experiment. He took the time to train now because he knows. He did, but look at, look at Clarissa track. Shields. Look at Clarissa Shields last year. I don't think anyone's going to argue with me that she has a much better boxing pedigree than Jake Paul does. Went to Jackson Wink, trained for a year, and got out-wrestled by like a, a mid-tier opponent in Abigail Matez. So it just goes to show you can have all the athleticism, all the skill in the world, but sometimes there's no match for 10 years of, of wrestling and jujitsu training. I'm pretty sure he was fifth in Ohio. In I know. I know he wrestled in, in high school, I think, but I don't know. There's levels. Know. There's high levels to this. Wrestlers grow on fucking trees. Come on. Right. That's what I'm saying. I, I can't put too much stock into that. But my, my point being wrestle. that we've seen we've seen better boxers try to transition to MMA and, and not do it successfully. Now, Clarissa Shield probably doesn't have the money and the resources that Paul has to build a camp and surround himself with, you know, the Great. best and the, the best of the best in training partners and coaches and nutrition and all of that. But yeah, it's 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 a fun little experiment. I'd like to see what what comes of it. And do you guys like Diaz as a step up? Like, I think it's perfect. In boxing, theoretically, yeah, he's definitely less washed up than the guys Paul has fought so far. You know, he's not Ben Askren. Yeah, and I'm all for Nate Diaz getting a big bag and a big old. I'm all for Nate Diaz getting a big bag, and I yeah. like what Jake Paul said. He said he would do one fight boxing, one fight MMA with him, which I like. Yeah, we're bringing right. back if you're life. gonna if you're gonna make that offer, make it like a it's like a home and home in college football. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, we schedule you at home this year. You, we and get to, we'll you get to play us at home yeah, next exactly. year. So it seems like a fair trade off. Uh, and where Nate Diaz doesn't wrestle, so. That's a very fair. No, but if Jake Paul goes to wrestle him, he'll submit him easy. He's going to wind up in a triangle in 20 seconds flat. Uh, his guillotine against Tony Ferguson was very nice. Absolutely. And Tony Ferguson's a good I mean, Listen, Nate's, Nate's always been legit off of his back. Always. I don't know why Nate doesn't push the ground game more. He should fucking always be trying to take guys down. He makes his fight so far easy. Especially with his cardio, you know what I oh, mean? Like, he, he can if just he grind guys heavy, into the ground. If he had a more wrestling-heavy style and attack submissions off that, he would make his fight so easy. He would take no damage. Yeah. He'd be a fucking <clears throat> nightmare. Just saying. 
that pop pop little style and just keep trying to take a guy down, pull guard, do whatever, whatever to take it to the ground. Kind of like a like Damian Maya with a middle finger. <laughs> you know, okay. but I love Nate Styles. Ground game's amazing. Talking uh, about black belt ground game. Jake Shields, Mike Jackson. Uh Manimal, you want to set this up? You're about to Yeah, so listen. Uh, so here's what we from what I gather. Mike Jackson was talking shit about Jake Shields online, saying he's like a white supremacist and a Nazi and all this shit because Jake Shields has some conservative opinions. And apparently they got into a confrontation at the UFCPI and Mike Jackson didn't think anything was going to happen. And Jake Shields just mounted him and was like, you know, let's talk now, bitch. Yeah. And he was like, oh, you're a savage. And you know what? Truthfully, he doesn't know what a savage is because where I'm from, he could have just disappeared. Mike Jackson, you know, Jake Shields, at least. It's, it's very funny that Jake Shields' idea of like jumping a guy is like getting side control. That's very yeah, funny to me. It's very funny. His idea of like putting a guy in his place is <laughs> right. It's like, yeah, I'm going to mount you and get side control control and throw some he like, didn't him, right? he didn't try to be he could have fucking out like if he really wanted to fuck him up he could have but also little out of place you're at the ufcpi it's like it's just a, it's just a dipshit move like it's just like uh i don't know i just think it's a it's a dipshit move from sheets you Jake know what Shields? i mean yeah it's bush league shit you don't no, you don't walk into is the jorge mazlan all thing covington bush league truthfully i can which one because I uh, think most of what Masvidal does is Bush club. League shit. Yeah. Oh, yes, that's also Bush League nonsense, 100%. So, like, so is Masvidal fucking throwing Harry. punches at, at, at Leon after that fight. Like, yeah, that's all nonsense to me. They're saying some crazy shit, though, calling him a Nazi in the Mike Jackson case or talking about his family in the Covington case. It's like, are you surprised yeah. it comes back around? Shields is like... Like, I see your point, Manimal, where, like, yes, he has conservative opinions. Fine, whatever. Do that. But Shields takes it a little bit, a little bit to the extreme, I would say, with, with some of his takes. And I will tell you this. For me, I'm, th- I'm crazy, right? For me to fucking take a dude down that was trying to avoid the fight in the UFCPI, he'd really have to... I don't know what you could say to me. You'd have to touch me for me to do that. I don't know. Right. You... Like, like, bro, there's a cage right next to I you. Could... You got a problem? Be like, hey, bro, let's get in. Let's strap the gloves on. Let's spar a little bit. Let's go. Yeah, right. yeah. That's exactly. I couldn't imagine. I, have, I respect that. I have respect for that move. Yeah, but just I'd run like, up yeah. on somebody with like four of your boys around you. Like, that's coward shit. I agree with you. If you want to fight a guy, which Jake Shields will fuck him up. I'd be like, listen, you got shit to say. Let's say it now. Come on. Right. Let's and then if the guy doesn't want to say it, then I would be like, then shut your fucking mouth online because you don't want to back it up here. Right. But which is fair. I would respect that. But I, I think it's very Bush League shit. To make him take him out. But it is Bush League shit. You're a professional. Right. E- exactly. You're professionals in a Mike professional Jackson's setting. Problem. Like, bro, imagine like, like we all have... I'm, I currently don't have a regular job, but we all we all have real jobs. Like, imagine going into your fucking workplace and like just starting a fight. Like, that's not how the world works. 
Well, it depends where you're from. I mean, I can tell you some stories off air. Of course, of course. But you know what I mean. <laughs> and, and what's, and what's supposed to be a quote-unquote professional setting, that's just not how you conduct yourself. And they're at the PI. Yeah, it's weird. I don't know. Right. I mean, I understand the- Jake Shield is the kind of guy that's like... He's idiot. Done- yeah, he's a dumb guy. He rolls with that Diaz posse on site. I think he was in the Dan Henderson. Yeah. Fun fact. Do you guys remember? Do you guys remember the show Bully Beatdown on MTV? Boy, Jason. He's in mayhem. Turned out to be the bully. That's absolutely right. But fun fact, Jake Shield is the only professional fighter to go on that show and lose a round. He lost the kickboxing round to a regular ass schwab. Oh, wow. I can see that. Which is very fucking funny to me. Very funny to me. Yo, I've trained with Jake Shields before. I'm gonna tell you this: the guy's a fucking nightmare. I'm listen. I'm sure rolling with him is fucking. Oh no, rolling hell. with him, dude, he's a fucking nightmare. Is he really that good? Uh, I wouldn't listen. He has three moves, but God damn it, if you try to stop them, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like fix what ain't broke. If it works, it works. Yeah, that mount. It's mount head and arm choke. If you defend the head and arm choke, he takes your back, mm-hmm. and he spams that. He just spams it on repeat and he's strong and fucking tough, you know, so it took him very far uh, martial arts wise. But yeah, me personally, Harry, imagine if you said I was a Nazi and that law, I just fucking took you down and started smacking you up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what, what, it would go great silly, for huh? It would go great for me, but yeah, it doesn't look good for you either. Now it's kind of silly for me, it's right? Not, Absolutely. It's not and that's good. the other thing. Mike Jackson is what? But you would 50 understand pounds lighter happened. than Jake Shields. Wait, what'd you say? Uh I was saying it's not good, but you would understand why it happened. Like everybody at the gym would be like, Oh, what is John doing? Oh, oh, <laughs> yeah, oh okay. you called him a Nazi. Yeah. That's fucked sure. up. Bro. But at the end of the day, and then look how it looks good. me. Right. It's going to reflect Jewish poorly kid. on everybody. It reflects like poorly on everybody. Nobody comes up <laughs> from that situation. Thank you. I, I got my comedy here. I was trying to do some comedy here, Harry. <laughs> my apologies. If you call me a Nazi Jeez. and then I beat you up, I just beat up a Jewish kid. That's tough. You, you made my point for me. What you said about me. I'm glad you lightened it up, John, because I was about to make it darker from the big <laughs> shields to the Dana White thing. Jesus Christ. Well, you what? know. Lot of lot of dumb fighters showing their asses online this week, talking about how how it's super cool to hit women. If they I think like, it's so sad that be, I think everything gets written up to the I think it was the Jake Shields Dan Henderson fight. This is MMA, folks. This is MMA, folks. Like mm-hmm. it's just part of the community that like even the uh, president right. can like slap his wife on camera. Like right, like and I don't give a fuck. Really? That, like a like everyone's like, oh, she slapped him first. She slapped him first. That's, if you watch the video, a he's clearly grabbing onto her, <laughs> like keep restraining her, keeping her from leaving. Then she slaps him, and then him being probably a hundred pounds heavier than she is. And on the smacks juice. her back. Right, yeah. And on fucking TRT and HGH and whatever the fuck yeah, else makes his head swell up yeah, and look all veinous slap, and weird. Her slap was like a get the fuck away from me slap. He was like... Yeah, he, his, his slap care. had some fucking yeah. malice yeah, in it. He knows how to throw a punch. He's trained in boxing gyms. He's trained people. Yeah, it's many decades. Cardio kickboxing, baby. That's <laughs> yes, cardio kickboxing, but he still knows how to throw a punch. The only time... I'm going to tell you this. The only time... Not the only time... But the time it's okay if oh. they have a weapon. If if you if your girl has a weapon, 
you can't smack the weapon out. Let's, yeah, we're we're, we're changing the we're changing the rules of the game here. But yes, but sure. if but she, up, she yeah. smacks you with a nothing, let your wife walk away. Exactly, or or stop no, holding on to her and let her walk away. Yeah, walk away. That's it. It's almost uh, like security yeah. like pulled her back, and he was standing there like snarling out of his nose, like yeah, yeah, like right. standing like, over his prey. I was like, dude, and you got to know in this day and age, you're in a fucking club. There's cameras everywhere. Like, yeah. It's like, tell me that you've been outspoken about, you know, men that hit women. and That's the one uh, that you don't come back from. And you're going to do that in public at a club. That doesn't make any fucking sense to me. I still can't, like, wrap my head around, like, what the fuck? Why? Why? And it also makes me think, if that's what's happening public, then who knows what's going on behind closed doors? That's what you did in a full club. Right. Right. I said the same exact thing. If you're right. doing uh, what God knows what you're doing at home to that woman. Right. But it's a great time to start up Dana White's power slap league. The I, timing I, of that. I, they canceled it right away. They didn't even cancel. They just pushed it back a week. They literally just moved it back one week. They were like, oh, we, we just got to give this, we just give this a week and let it cool off and everyone will forget about it. And we can do Dana White wife power slap league. Dude, you know what's uh, upsetting to me? Dana White's at the club with all his boys. Nobody stopped him. None of his boys. Right. Nobody's smart enough to get in the middle and be like, all right, guys, let's let's take a deep breath here and let fucking cooler heads. No, after he smacked her, someone should have got in. Like, okay, you don't think no one's gonna okay. Then you gotta fucking jump up and be like, whoa. Right. But I'm also I'm sure he's surrounded by fucking sycophants and yes men and guys who are just riding the gravy train. I don't know. Dana doesn't strike me as a guy who who surrounds himself with people who will constructively criticize him. Dana strikes me as a guy who wants to hear affirmations of his own thoughts hold on i got a question what do you think would have happened if sarah was there oh god yeah i mean maybe we get a repeat of uh sarah sarah in the casino where he just mounted that guy and waited for the cops to show up imagine (laughs) he that's his boy Right, Dana's I know, boy, I know, but I'd, I'd like to think that Sarah has a pretty strong moral constitution. I'd like to think that he would not stand there and watch a woman be struck and do nothing about it. You know yeah. what? Matt also wouldn't be out at the club, though. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good point. Matt would be that's at home with wife and kids. A, yeah, he, yeah, he can. He wouldn't even be in that scene to be involved. In <laughs> Very right? good point. Hmm. But I was thinking of it because I was like, oh, Matt's always around them. I was like, oh, I wonder. Good question. It's a, it's a good question for Matt, honestly. I'd, I'd love to hear Matt's answer to that question. Yeah, what does Matt think? That's his boy. Have yeah. we got I heard anything from Endeavor and Ari Emanuel? Like Absolutely Disney? not. Nothing from Endeavor. This is ESPN. under Disney, too. Exactly. ESPN had a mandate for their reporters not make any, like, strong statements one way or the other on it. It's fucking gross. Oh, really? Man. It's fucking gross. Wow, yeah, ESP- ESPN had a mandate from the top not to, like... <laughs> Not to cover this story as much as it should be. I mean, could you imagine if Roger Goodell slapped his wife out at a club in public? Like the, it would be it would be the front page story on every fucking website. You every every this. What if Donald Trump slapped his wife? In oh, That's another story. They kill him. They'd lynch the dude. The the media might. Oh, the media. And that's what I mean. I mean media coverage. Fair, fair, fair. So my, my big point is that I heard on a radio station. It's conservative Facebook. 
Oh, that's what I was gonna say. I feel like there's a decent part of his base that would be like, eh, yeah, whatever, I bro. Agree, but I see what you're saying, <laughs> and it's funny. Yeah. Listen, it's low hanging fruit, but uh... <laughs> you see that? Yeah, that's my mama. That's our guy. Our guy. Show that bitch. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Well, good. You know what? She needs to learn some American way and she needs to right, get her yeah. shit together with her baklava and her Turkish <laughs> coffee. <laughs> oh, man, I can really go for some baklava and Turkish coffee now that, that you That sounds delightful. <laughs> is, that, is that on the menu at your house? Today, like? <laughs> yeah. I have stopped doing coffee after 5 p.m. You know, you got me into it. I did it for a month, like in December, like in December when you were like, like seven o'clock guys let's record it and i was like you know what that looks delicious and i was like staying up till two o'clock like yeah, i'm the same i can't do coffee after like six or seven or i'm just animal slurping for the freaking night. ice coffee <laughs> i, don't know I respect it yeah that's your problem not mine <laughs> oh. but Listen, maybe maybe 15 years from now i'll be an iced coffee at night guy but for for right now my body can't do it cold yeah, brew and ray longo can uh attest to this as well cold brew it, Ray, it made, Ray's always got the the Starbucks totally. cold brew on hand. It's That's true. where me and Ray differ. He's Starbucks. I prefer Dunkin'. Really, Ooh, I make my fan of the people. <laughs> I have a forty five cup urn. You know, like when you go to like a, a party and they have like an urn of coffee. Yes, <clears throat> I make that every week, <laughs> and then I ice it at home. So I'll have like one, you know, plastic cup from like Dunkin'. In between, and I just keep refilling that. Very environmentally sound, Manimal. Oh, I use a plastic <laughs> cup all week. I, Until I, I fucking break it, I use it. Uh, I think exactly. you wash it out. That plastic cup is good. Manimal, did you have the, uh, on your board once, it was like, not consume coffee? Like, and I saw your I, I went no coffee for, uh. Oh, you actually did go through? <laughs> no coffee at all for a month. Oh, it was all right. God. Impressive. You saw God that month. <laughs> it was fine. After four days, it's fine. After four days, I wanted to kill my clients. <laughs> no, the fourth, the fourth day, I could have killed someone. But the fifth day, I was fine. That is my drug of choice. I... It's, it's the most... No, the most available drug is sugar. The second most available drug is caffeine. I don't know if it's true, but Eddie Bravo says sugar's eight or ten times more addictive than cocaine. And maybe more. I believe that. I actually do believe that. Yeah. Because let me tell you something. I'm not sure I believe that at face value, but I would believe it's more addictive per se. Let me ask you something, Harry. What would you rather have right now? An eight ball or a fucking brownie? (laughs) With ice cream. This feels like a trick question. Oh my god! <laughs> I was like the cocaine. Of course, I have worked. Yeah, the fuck. <laughs> I can go get a brownie for. I can go get a brownie for three bucks. And eight balls fucking expensive. I'll sell that shit. <laughs> yeah, I can sell that eight ball. I got as many brownies as I want, brother. That's fucking bang. Comics. <laughs> I just I just wolf a Wall you Street in your ass. For long. Harry, you won't be broke for long. Don't worry. <laughs> I, I I fucking hope so. That's right, brother. You slap your wife and you sell the devil drug. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, you know what I was wondering the other day? All the local drug dealers, now that oh. weed's legal, what the fuck do these guys do? Hey, listen, I still, got a, I still got a local guy who runs his shit like a fucking business. Like, it's like, uh, 
You text him like, hey, what's good? He'll send you back 10 fucking screenshots. He's got a whole menu. He's got Oh, you know Harry's the guy that hangs this, out with his drug dealer. With all this shit. <laughs> well, uh, back in the day, I, I had many drug dealer friends I was quite close with. This kid, not so much. This is all business. But yeah, he sends you over a big fucking list. You text him what you want. He says, all right, driver will be there at this time. The guy always shows up on time. It's fucking easy peasy, brother. Don't even got to leave my couch. That's nice. But I also have my medical card and can get delivery through medical dispensaries. So that also works. (laughs) Well, nice knowing you, Harry. (laughs) Take advantage. When we're chilling at your house, I want to just uh, get weed delivered. Save less. We chill. We're just gonna get weed delivered. Yeah, we delivered, and then I got I got fucking ten by ten mats in the garage, animal. (laughs) Get get some weed delivered. Get some rolls in. Or are we gonna turn your place into a studio, Harry? (laughs) We can do we can do whatever the fuck we so please. I know it's been hard work on the uh, the 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 basement Avengers studio, but I got I got plenty of space. Oh, Ike, how's the studio? I have to attach. A couch and get one more mic. We're Is that a casting here. couch? Would you call that a Ike, if you if you need help putting that shit together, bro? I got I got nothing but time these days, man. So hit, hit me up. Let oh, me know I, what I got actor. you. I need you all of you guys if you want to act. I need some talent for a skit <laughs> I, I want to do. I want to do a skit series. I don't know if I told you about it. The Adopt a White Belt program. Okay. okay, I'll. I can be the white belt that gets adopted. Exactly. <laughs> and then you'll eat. So you know, there's all these hungry white belts just starving for stripes. <laughs> just one stripe a month, a black belt oh can my God. a bunch of hungry white belts. I like this. We'll, so we'll adopt With a white belt. We'll one white belts. one free trial student a month can sustain a white belt for, for half a year. <laughs> So I want to do first the interview process. I'm going to be like, all right, you know, we we want to just know a little bit about you, so we have a good fit. Uh, let's let's make this happen, man. You have any massage therapy skills? <laughs> How's your meal prepping skills? Uh, do you have a commercial driver's license and a valid passport? <laughs> what does this have to do with jujitsu? I like it. Let's let's talk, man. Well, we're gonna make this happen. I like this idea. So then, like, you'll have one of the black belts. So three different black belts. So like, I'll teach I'll teach the gi class, and they'll be like, "How do you tie your belt?" I'm like, "Come on, guys, just tie a fucking knot in it. The belt is uh, two inches to cover your ass. You gotta cover the rest. Don't worry." (laughs) Then you'll have one guy who's real anal about like, "No, untie it, retie it. No, wrong." What about can we can we can we do a nogi version? No gi, yeah. No gi, no nothing. So I'm going to train Kerry <laughs> and I'm going to tell Kerry, show up to the gym. We're doing no gi today. And when and I'll be like, no, no, no gi, nothing. Naked. Oh, okay. <laughs> then she's going to call in to do a drop in at another school. She's going to be like, I'm a seven stripe white belt. Like, there's only four stripes. <laughs> you me seven stripes. And be like, when's your no gi class? And she'll show up naked and be like, what are you doing? She's like, no gi. Like, yeah, no gi, no nothing. That's the way we train. That's right. That's right. For only 59 cents a day. For only 59 <laughs> cents a day, you can support a white belt. These white belts don't know a Baron Bolo from a 50 50. I can see Manimal walking down the street. There's some kid with a, an apple, a half eaten apple. Manimal rips it out and he keeps walking and he talks. 
probably 15 well, but what you're going to show harry is like how crazy the black belts are so I'm Dude, gonna have I've, I've rolled with Sully before. It sucks. I know how bad it sucks. <laughs> no, no, no. Like off the mat. So like one of the black belts will be like an alcoholic. So in their water bottle, it'll just be vodka. <laughs> and your white belt will be like, I think, I think Mike's an alcoholic. And he'll smell <laughs> the bottle and then oh, uh, I have another guy that drops the kids off at the gym. Hey guys, in I'm going to coffee. Can you just watch my kid? Thanks. <laughs> It'll be like 12 hours later. Oh, thanks, guys. Come on. <laughs> thanks for watching the kids. I like this I'm in, legs, brother. Animal. I like this. this I have a whole legs. story. I storyboarded some of it out already. Let's let's sit down. We'll write some shit. The tryouts will be funny. Um, but yeah, I want to do a whole adopt the white boat program. It'll it, it, it'll be funny, I'm telling you. It'll be good. Then like you'll have the pothead white belt, the pothead black belt. So <laughs> when his crew comes in, it's just the fucking Cheech and Chong cloud of smoke. <laughs> <laughs> You'll go, but I want them to all drop into other schools. And then we're like, just do you know how many times I hear? Is that you? <laughs> what? When we show up to the gym, how many times I'll hear, oh. is that you? When you're walking past, somebody will ask you if you smell like weed. I take it as a compliment. I know that's what I say. This one girl goes, My boyfriend says it's cannabis, it's cannabis for men. <laughs> <laughs> That's the scent. <laughs> I've been enjoying rolling high. I mean, today I got a little too high to start, but oh, I I've, love I've been enjoying training high. <laughs> Carrie, you only roll high, right? Yep. Yep. I do everything high. <laughs> Why would I not roll high? It just chills me out. <laughs> yeah. you. I guess you're mad aggressive. Well, I just, like you said, I'm always att- I'm a tiger shark. I'm always attacking. And you're aggressive high. So yeah, not high. You're a little... Tense. Yeah, I'm like, I don't know, a little bitey. <laughs> a little bitey. <laughs> uh, little bite. That's my Indian name. Trying to think of other other notable news stories we've had since we, we last assembled. The one that comes to mind is uh, a little horrible, but uh, Phil Baroni killing his girlfriend. Not very cool. Not surprising. No, not surprising. Not surprising at all, unfortunately. But uh, Jesus Christ, man. It like it just feels like and I know sport... him from a scene too. I know, yeah, he was a New York guy. Up. I mean it just know. feels like from the top down at this point, like the sport has a problem with this shit. You know what I mean? This Every- is MMA, folks. Yeah. Yeah. Every- I mean Phil Baroni, what a fucking how much juice was that guy on? Uh, that guy was already fucking nuts ever. I I don't know. That guy's fucking wild. I'm, I'm sure he's got mashed potatoes between his ears at this point. Uh, I don't want to hear the CT excuse. I, oh, I'm not. But no, it's not an excuse. excuse. It's just. There's plenty of guys who have CTE who don't throw their eyes into a yeah, shower I'm and kill them. A, but he, he seems like not necessarily the sharpest tool in the shed to begin with. And I'm sure a full career of getting punched in the head probably didn't help. But no, I do not mean that to say like, oh, just write this off as, oh, this is just a crazy guy with CTE yeah. doing something horrible. And not, he wasn't living like a Mexican samurai guy. lifestyle. They said he was high and drunk at the time of the incident. Yeah, he was just a dipshit. I'm sure they were all high. Yeah, you know, I'm sure they were partying. It's just and sad, man. Sad. It's sad. And Victoria Lee, too, 18 years old. Horrible. A lot of sad shit since the last time we spoke. God damn. Yeah. This is MMA, folks. <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ. 
And oh, I saw, really? I saw their the Lee family shutting down their whole gym in Hawaii now. Really? Yeah. It's something hard to recover from. I don't know if you can. Absolutely, man. Losing a fucking eighteen-year-old daughter, I mean, sister, like horrible. A kid? That's crazy. She was so. And how young. can you go to the gym, and then remember training with that girl? Right. Yeah. I probably wouldn't want to. Because I tell you what, even in Levittown, and that. Uh, and in Huntington and shit, you think about your dead homies. So Levittown, especially, I would fucking, you know, see my dead homies over there, especially Gabbert, you know. So, and in Huntington too, you know. But it's it's a thing, and then that's that's not our, uh, you know, daughter brother. Yeah. Hey man, hopefully, hopefully the rest of 2023 is a bit uh a bit more uplifting, happy in terms of MMA news. Yeah, well, I already be- told you I won the day, so that's <laughs> there you, you go. But we you got made- we got a decent little card this weekend. This weekend, I like that they put in uh, Sean Strickland. Yeah, did you guys see that? I like Sean Strickland, Strickland for his track of standing up. I like Sean Strickland, the character. Sean Strickland, the fighter, is a bit boring for a guy who talks so much about how he's ready to die and this and that and blood and guts. <laughs> like, he just kind of goes in there and point fights. And, like, I what what is going to happen, write this down, mark it down, whatever, is Sean Strickland will jab his way to a fairly boring 25-minute decision against Ibovov. That is how that fight that goes the beautiful 90, thing, 95 times out of 100. Isn't that the beautiful thing, though, of martial arts that you have Sean Strickland, this brash, outspoken dude who talked about, like, his family basically being neo-Nazis and separating himself, and you see him like his best friends, Curtis Jackson, who, again, very, like, uh, boisterous guy, but in there, they're, like, they're assassins. Strickland before the Pereira knockout was like the greatest or the most defensive fighter, and he has this like very yeah. outspoken style. Like, I'm sure John could attest. He would have been like, defensive in the Pereira fight. The beauty, yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> hands like, at his goddamn hips. That's the yeah. beauty of the sport, though, to like spin it in a uh, spin it forward in a good way. Is that? Yeah, it's, it's amazing that Sean Strickland was that confident to think that he was gonna just. Bang! Fucking with Alex Pereira, right? And like, and the guy's got good jujitsu too. He just he hasn't used it in the top fights, but apparently Sean Strickland has really underrated jujitsu. So I'm sure well, you he know that's my that uh, that's like my pet peeve when a guy trains jujitsu and never uses it. Right, that's what Donna I'm saying. That. Like he's like told the guy he's like, here's the game plan, jujitsu, and then a guy goes out there swinging for the fence yeah. and doesn't listen to a thing. You right. got it. And yeah, you know, you know, in his head, he was like, oh, I can stand in bang with like a, a multiple time glory champion kickboxer with like maybe the deadliest left hook we've ever seen in MMA. And this will just go fine for me. This will be <laughs> fine. I'm going to do good. I'm going to outpoint them. Yeah, okay. Alex Pereira's like- left hook. He's in there. Gnarly, man. <laughs> Did you did you guys like the way uh, Izzy handled that? He went on the Andrew Schultz podcast, started drinking and yucking it up. Or would you have liked him to have been silent after his trip to New York? I respected the way that he handled it. I think he handled it as well as you could have. You take your lumps, you move forward, you take it as a learning lesson, you get better. He'll be back. Be He's still fight. young. Yeah, great fight. Great I found fighter. it very entertaining. It was more entertaining than I expected it to be. 
and yeah. I think it was more competitive than people thought it would be. Mm-hmm. Like, I think people people talk about that fight like Izzy was completely running away with it before the knockout, but Pereira had a lot of flashes. Pereira looked good at a lot of moments in that fight. He, I mean, he looked yeah, better I had than... Izzy winning, but yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I had him up on the scorecards too, but I think it was a lot closer than people make it out to be. I agree, yeah. You know I mean, what I mean? I think that I was a lot closer on winning. the card than... For sure, for sure. But like that was well, a lot closer on the cards man. than the fucking Cannoneer fight. Like mm-hmm. maybe not the second Bobby Knuckles fight, but like obviously as he finished the first one. But I, I, I thought that that was a very competitive fight with obviously an incredible ending. And yeah, it just sets us up for a like, I mean, you couldn't have a more compelling, especially at 185 where we're kind of devoid of like young, exciting, upcoming prospects. Like now we have a compelling, good story up at the top. Mm-hmm. And you can rerun it too. Absolutely, absolutely. But I, mean, I, the, I think they. Do you think the one eighty five pound division's in a low right now? Uh, I I think it kind of has been for a while now. To be honest, I don't think like yeah, you know, one it, time it, that was like crazy deep. Absolutely, but I, I think part of that is that Izzy's a very dominant champ, and that <laughs> makes things tend. It kind of tends to make things feel a little bit stagnant, like when nobody's able to separate themselves from the pack. But it just feels like you know we all got told Edmund Shabazian was the next big thing in '85. Nope, that's that's just not true. Maybe this Rikers Plus's kid might be something decent. Remains to be seen. Darren Till was the second fucking coming for a little bit. You know what I mean? Like it just feels like they haven't been able. Darren Till is just not good at MMA, is what happened to Darren Till. If you if you train with Hamakamaya for like two fucking years and then go out and just get wrestle fucked by Dreykus Duplessis, it's curtains for you, brother. Like it's it's over. Yeah, like what the fuck? How do you train wrestling with a guy? Like you train with a guy for two years, one of the, like a monster, and you wrestling didn't get any better. In fact, no better. Like- no better. No better. I think, listen, I also think the promotion did Till dirty. I think they rushed him along for sure. He should not have gotten that Whitaker fight. I think that, like, if they build him up more slowly and maybe put a little more thought into that whole process, maybe we're looking at a completely different world right now where Darren Till is, like, a legitimate top five contender. But I think they rushed him along. Obviously, the injuries and the knees and shit haven't helped. But I I, I think the days of convincing ourselves Darren Till will one day fight for a middleweight champion are, are well behind us. Mm, agreed. You're lucky to be in the top 10. Uh, yeah, at this rate, yeah. But, is, but that's the thing. It's like, you know, I, I also can't, I mean, I guess now you have Bo Nicole who gives you something interesting. Pereira was a nice, like, fun injection into the division. So now it's got some life, you know what I mean? Now there's some interesting shit going on. But I, I do think like, of the last like, few years, Paulo 85. Is, Paulo Costa is a tough one because he can have... I don't know. His fight with Luke Rockhold, I've never seen two guys more tired since the early UFCs. Well, making making like 40-year-old ghost of Luke Rockhold fight at elevation in Utah was the stupidest fucking thing that the UFC ever did. Why the fuck would you do that? How would you Paul do that? Paul looked like shit too in that fight. He was tired too. Two, two guys with bad cardio, one of whom is well past his prime, and let's have the fight in Salt Lake City at elevation. Brilliant. You know what would have been brilliant. better? The only thing that you could have made that fight better is Mexico City. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, do it in fucking Denver at Mile High. Yeah, fucking Kimbo's like Dada 5000 style, yeah. Yeah, that was funny. Dada 5000 had like a heart attack. (laughs) He had like fucking kidney failure in the rink. That was was a fucking Yeah, literally. 
But I don't know, man. It's it's an exciting year coming up. There's a lot of lot of like big shit coming down the pipe. Which uh, like remind me, which card is that? Glover. I'm I'm pulling for Glover there. I need old man Glover to just get one back. Really nice to see. I was at his uh, first contender series fight. Oh no shit. Because Billy Q. Right, right. It was him and Billy Q. I know they're boys from that. So uh, Maddie was in the corner. Yeah, that was that was a good week. That's uh. That, that fucking weekend was great. Listen, I, I like Jamal Hill, too. I find him fun. I think he's a fun yeah, fighter. Of course I want to see Glover win. That's my homie. Right. But also, <laughs> going going life and death with the ghost of Tiago Santos does not make me feel very good about his prospects against Glover. Uh, Tiago is not the same Tiago Santos that fought John Jones a few years ago. I told, and that you, was, my theory uh, about, I told you my theory about fighting John Jones, right? Well, yeah, that it ruins the rest of your career. Because you give everything for that fight. You're like, oh, I'm fighting the best fighter in the world. Yeah. I'm going to, it makes you get it up. Right. It's like if I told you, listen, Harry, in like six months, Dick Bills. Yeah. You're going <laughs> to go with the hottest chick you ever, like just your perfect everything. Be ready. You're going to be ready. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'd th- I'd hope so. <laughs> hope so yeah. Be uh, ready. Oh, yeah. And they give their best be performance ready. ever in their whole life. Mm-hmm. And then they do well, so you have the the curse of doing pretty good because you you went and you gave your the performance of a lifetime, and you still lost whatever against John Jones. And they're like, "Oh man, I went five rounds with the best fighter ever." And right. after that, they can never get it up again. That's oh, what no. it's like. Dom Reyes has been cooked since. Dom then. Reyes, Anthony Smith, Tiago Santos. Yeah. Who else has gone five rounds with John Jones? And they were like, it was close. I will say, just, just to play devil's advocate here, D- DC had plenty of success after the Jones fights. DC. DC went on and beat, beat Stipe, like had success after going going five rounds with Jones. He had to, do heavy, he had to go to heavyweight. Eh, that's fair. That probably had to happen anyway. Had I would also happen. just like to say that I think all of the people who are like, People I've seen real people who like I generally respect the opinion of placing their real hard-earned money on John Jones to be the heavyweight champion at the end of 2023 at like plus 252, not even at good odds. We've been hearing about John Jones moving up to heavyweight for no exaggeration, 10 years, 2013. It's been 10 years. So I just Mm. think you are. You are the biggest sucker on earth if you are throwing money on that. If you think he comes back and fights, sure, by all means. But to invest fucking money in that, that's insane to me. I personally don't think we see him fight again, but that's me. Yeah, I don't know if I see him fighting again either. I don't know. I'd like to. I mean, he's a long time, a lot, but like, you know. He's been out for three years, right? Over three years? Right, he's been out over three years. He looks... And, and like, I mean, Manimal, you have your point about, you know, fighting John Jones has changed these guys' careers, but to play it the other side, his last, like, three, four wins have aged like fucking sour milk in the hot summer sun. I agree with you on that, too. They're lackluster. Absolutely. It's hard to look at any of those wins and, like... It's hard to look at the Dom Reyes win and be like, okay, that's an, like, you know, you, you basically split decisioned a guy who washed out of the UFC two years later. Like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, was on a little but I told you why I think he washed out. 
Sure, fair. And that, that's a difference of opinion. Because like, they're all looking like heroes before that. Right. I'm just saying it, it's hard to, I mean, it's hard to find. I, I personally think that John Jones might be the most overrated fighter of all times. Incredible skill. His run was incredible. But then you go back and you look at the record and he's fighting a lot of blown up, overinflated middleweights at the back end of their careers. And then got and then you have the second phase of these title defenses where it's the the Dom Smiths and or the yeah, the um Anthony Smith. Yeah, the, yeah, the Anthony Smiths and the Dom Reyes and the Tiago Santoses. And it's it's really hard to go back and find wins that have aged really well of honestly, other than the two DC wins. Maybe Although- Maybe Lyoto at the time he wasn't exactly washed up yet. Although Leoto again, Glover. He, he, but Lyoto was a middleweight. Lyoto wasn't a two hundred five er. Glover, I'll give you that one. That's a good one. That's aged well. That aged well, especially like, Glover. Right, but like strong. Vitor Belfort, like a middleweight at the end of his career who didn't really feel like cutting to one eighty five anymore. You know what I mean? Like you should beat that guy. You should. Beat that a good guy. argument for John Jones being overrated. Yeah. I think so, personally. Like, I, I think when you stack I up think- his accomplishments to, like, Mighty Mouse and Habib and, you know, some of these other all-time greats, I just, I don't think the resume holds. G- even GSP, too. Like, you know, sure, he wasn't undefeated, but, like, Avenged is only lost, fought much better competition than Jones fought. Like At the time. The competition at the, at yeah. the time that he fought, yeah. I consider very high quality. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I, I would put Aldo above him, too. Agreed. Jose Aldo? Fuck. Jose Aldo, one of the best low kickers ever in WEC, right? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Also very funny that we're starting 2023 with Jose Aldo at the heart of like a major geopolitical scandal. That's very funny to me. I love oh, it. I that Bolsonaro it. is at Jose Aldo's house. Yeah, like what the fuck? What it's fucking so world funny. do we live in? What world do we live in? Bolsonaro just like wandering around the fucking Publix like your like lost, demented grandfather. What the fuck is going on? See, this is why... Whenever they try to say, like, Bolsonaro followers are storming the Capitol. If that was you, you'd be there. You wouldn't be at Jose Aldo's house. Uh, Or, on the other hand. If if I I was looking to take over the Capitol, I'd be there. I wouldn't be fucking... Uh, That's fair, but if I were also a fugitive... If I were also a fugitive of the current government in power, I may not want to be there. (laughs) What are you looking to do here? You looking to fucking... Uh, flee the country or take the country over? You got to pick. You can't do both at the same time. Ah, that's fair. That's fair. You know, Napoleon, when he gets exiled, he has to come back to take it over. You don't fucking <laughs> take the shit over from the island. Hey, guys, do me a favor. Go take that shit over for me. Yeah. No, you got to come here, motherfucker. This also, requires your attention. So, yeah, he's chilling with us down. I know it's low-hanging fruit, and you shouldn't make fun of anybody's health, but Bolsonaro also being hospitalized again within, like, three days of being in, in the U.S. is very funny. He is the he world's is in most— Florida, though. Yes, he is in Florida, and he is the world's most hospitalized man. He, yeah, has, he, has, he has been in the fucking hospital. It feels like every time I look in my, at my phone, I am getting a notification that Yair Bolsonaro has been hospitalized with some form of like medieval disease that hasn't been around in like <laughs> yeah, 1200 years. Crazy. Yeah, he's got fucking Legionnaire's disease. I saw his, yeah, what the yeah. fuck? Like, like Yair yeah, Bolsonaro has, uh, has leprosy. Sorry, everybody. He doesn't have COVID 100 times. Like our leader, who's had COVID 18 times and 20 hey. different. In, fa- in fairness, Bolsonaro rest- has also had plenty of COVID. I, I, I think he's been in the hospital three I, times I, for COVID. Not a vaccine. You it up. So, you know. 
Oh, brother. Uh, maybe right. Bolsonaro just wanted to retire and like go to Vista or something. <laughs> retire to Palm Springs, play some golf. This is politics. Like, what is everybody? Come on, guys. You don't see. Oh, did like- I send you the thing? Did I uh, send you the Mar-a-Lago cemetery thing? Yeah, that's great. Tax benefits. Oh, that's, a good, that's, a good, that's a good bit. That's great. It's good. Smart. <laughs> I respect I'm that. Do it I don't know who <laughs> in my backyard, but I'm open. Do animals count? Huh? Do animals count? Well, I was about to say, yeah. Pet cemetery? Like, could I just bury a dog in my backyard and be like, I don't have to pay property taxes anymore? Because that would be sick. I got my cats back there. I'm going to look into it. Harry. Hey, we'll do we'll do some re- some research. I'm gonna do some research. Dang, really? Genius. What's that? Research party. I <laughs> wish I would have thought of it. You know what upsets me that I didn't think of all that clever shit. <laughs> well, oh, there you go. Happened. I will say, I think the only other fight that really intrigues me on the card this week is uh Charles Johnson and Jimmy Flick. Jimmy nice Flick. Segue. Jimmy Flick unretires, had one fight in the UFC, was an absolute barn burner, uh, hit, a, hit a fucking flying birded triangle, absolutely sick. Decided to retire from, from MMA for a little bit, felt he wasn't being paid his worth, which I respect. I absolutely respect that. My, my guess is probably that uh, the bills started piling up and he realized that he didn't have many tangible skills or, or income streams and decided, well, <laughs> time to get back to fighting. But I'm, I'm very interested to see how he looks after the layoff. Um, there's been a big line movement. It, it opened Charles Johnson minus like 150. It's up to minus 300 right now. So I guess people are really banking on the ring rust and Johnson has never been submitted mm-hmm. and Flick is mostly a BJJ guy. But I think that's a really interesting stylistic matchup. And I think that there's a lot of value on Jimmy Flick personally. Yeah, that'll be a lot of fun. I'm into it, Harry. Uh, anything else you guys want to hit before we wrap up? Well, this was a long one tonight. It Harry, was. it was. Good to have you back. Be, good to be back. Good to be back. Yes. Right. Anyone, if anyone is looking for freelance uh, writing or uh, filming or editing work, uh, please hit my pager as I'm currently unemployed. But uh, we're going to work on that one. And uh, yeah, I think that's about it. Hey guys, for all my pals. six listeners, hit us up. <laughs> <laughs> we've, we've passed a couple of thousands uh, for downloads and uh, oh, shit. On, yeah. Hell yeah! Imagine what happens if we tried. Right. <laughs> hey, listen, 2023 is the year of trying. That's right, year of trying. It's no, the year trying. of trying. Doing. That's that's right. I like that even better. 2023 is the year of doing. That's right. I'm winning the black belt world championships. Yes, All sir. right. Harry, you're going to be working for PFL. Yes, sir. I thought Harry, you were going to say PF Chanks. <laughs> he's going to have a blue belt and hopefully a blue belt <laughs> world champion. Yes, sir. Ike, you're going to... Hang out, man. I'm the guy on the couch. Ike's going to have some boxing action. Golden yeah. gloves. Something like that. Something. Golden gloves champ. That's right. I love That's you guys. This is right. always awesome. Always a pleasure, pals. Nice. All right. Uh, all right. Peace. I'm the Avengers. Disassemble. Disassemble.